Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, enormously magical, awesome, and wonderfully weird world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host and the woman of weirdness today, Keisha Clark. <laughs> and if you were joining us for the first time and already wondering, okay, what have I got myself into, take a breath and thank you for coming to play with us here on A2Zen and on Living Well. Um, and if you would like to come and play with us in the chat room, I would just be ever so grateful to have your uh, your presence and your contribution. All you have to do is look at the red bar near the top of the screen, any screen in a2zen.fm, and you'll see the word chat room. And if you click on that, you can give yourself a name or someone else's, and you can come on in and play with us live in real time. You can submit your questions and your comments, and you can have you know participation in the multitude of conversations that take place in the chat room, some of them having to do directly with the subject matter and some of them having nothing to do, seemingly, with the subject matter of the day. And in every case, they are a contribution. So... Um, if you would like to call in at any point, and um, in today's topic, play with your weirdness uh, or explore your weirdness, you can find the numbers to do that at the top of your screen. Again, any page on the a2zen.fm website. And if you're in the chat room page, you just look to the left of your screen and you will also see the options. There's a number for the U.S., there's a number for Canada, there is a number for the U.K., and if none of those really work for your point, your place in the world, you can actually click on the Skype icon, and as long as you have Skype installed on your device, you will be able to Skype in. So, wow, welcome to the show. Welcome to Friday, uh, in my case, uh, my show airing live on Fridays. And so if you're catching this in, in, and it's not a Friday in your part of the world <laughs> and or early Saturday morning in the Southern Hemisphere, um, thank you for stopping by. And for whatever reason you might have landed on this conversation, thank you for being a part of it. And uh, I do hope it is a contribution to you as well. So, um, we do say the name a little weird here. It's Living Well, even though it's spelled W-E-A-L. And what we talk about is all things pertaining to and uh, having to do with the willingness to embody abundant living. And uh, that can show up in a, a myriad of ways. It's not just about the numbers that are reflected in our bank accounts. Uh, it's not just about wearing fine things or, or eating fine foods. It's, it's that. And it's all the energies of abundance. It's all the energies that are abundantly present in us, as us, through us, and to us. And embodiment is this very intriguing topic and uh, adventure, <laughs> I will say, um, showing up on this planet in this, these beautiful um, vessels that we refer to as bodies um, that I have come to get to know as quite magical and uh, having a consciousness and a wisdom and, uh, and a, a 
beautiful capabilities all their own. Um, so I'm finding a true joy and excitement as I get to play with exploring what this embodiment thing is and uh, bringing the, the being of me, the energy of me, uh, into co-creative relationship with my body. Um, and so that's one of the things we play with is, is how do we express who we are and what we are and what is this interesting adventure that we're taking with this very interesting um, creature that we call our body, that I call our bodies. Well, I call them creatures. <laughs> you can call them whatever you like. Um, so there is a little bit of um, perhaps weirdness in that. Um, so today we are playing... With weirdness, we're playing with, yes, Christine, <laughs> and I do call them yummy, too. <laughs> Christine calls them yummy, and they are, in fact, quite yummy, <laughs> our own bodies and other people's bodies. <laughs> so um, I, my hope for you all is that you're getting to enjoy some of the yumminess of bodies. Um, and what would it take for us to have uh, the, inter the, the hmm, what is that? What would it take for us to have such allowance, so much allowance with our bodies that um, we just could let ourselves be amazed by what they can show us. Um, and that does kind of go with the topic today. I think that is a part of our topic today that's going to be included. Um, so thank you, Christine. Um, bodies uh, in the topic of being weird in a room full of weirdos. So not just bodies, of course, but uh, including our bodies with the infinite being that we be, um, whether you want to refer to that as your soul, uh, your higher self, your however you'd like to address that, that all of you, I'm actually talking about all of you p participating in the creation of your life. And so do you ever feel like you are an odd one, even in a room full of odd people? And does that make you super weird? <laughs> Do you find yourself trying to be a certain kind of weird or not be a certain kind of weird? Because, you know, some kind of weirds are acceptable and other kinds of weirds aren't. Um, so or does your weird show up in a particular way? What would it be like if <laughs> we had never been introduced to the notion of weird as something that separates us? So what if there was no wrongness in weird, just something really cool for us to play with? And that is what we're going to play with today. Now, it's very, this is really intriguing. I've had some shows that, um, you know, the topic really pops, and then it's like it sort of shifts a little and it changes, and, and I'm like, okay, so we'll just sort of, you know, a few degrees in a different direction. We're cool. Well, this show has been really interesting, this topic. It, it showed up, you know, a few weeks ago, so I put it on the docket, and I guess it's been in the last week, roughly, that the energy of this has changed so dramatically, really. Um, so part of what I'm playing with now, and I've just been asking questions this morning as I was getting ready, because um, it really, th this one has changed so much, it's really kind of surprised me. And it was almost like, well, it wants to be a different conversation now. And so... So just to let you guys know, um, we may we may be talking specifically about weird and, and certain kinds of weird, and this conversation may go somewhere completely different. <clears throat> so as as usual, <laughs> I totally love that about the way we do our shows. And uh, just in case that confuses anybody, I'm, if it is your first time to join us, um, sometimes that happens in the courses of our conversations and our explorations with our topics on the shows. 
And I wonder what is desiring to be brought into our awareness today? What is desiring to show up and what is desiring to be acknowledged and perhaps even activated so that something totally awesome and possibly different and most likely very weird in a wonderful way can actually begin to show up for each of us relative to what we're asking for and what we're choosing and what we're creating in our lives and in the world. So um, I love that we get to come on air and be weird. We get to be the weird that we be. And I love that all of you show up and, and you have your beautiful weird. So I think maybe what we could start with is, you know how I love to look up things on etymology online, because I like to play with the energy of the words we play with. And weird certainly has, I believe, taken on some different um, meanings for different people over the ages. And uh, it's one of those words, and I know many of you have heard me say this before, It's it's one of those words that we've kind of, We've changed the way we apply it. And so um, I, I will use the, one of the lines from The Princess Bride. I do not think that means what you think it means. Um, the way a lot of us use the word weird actually doesn't really have to do with the energy of the word. So weird as an adjective uh, from the 14th century is talking about having power to control fate, Um from the Old English, it's talking about fate, chance, fortune, destiny, or it could be referring to the fates, as in the goddesses. Um, it, that which comes from, uh, it literally actually translates to that which comes from the Proto-Germanic <laughs> word. And uh, let's see if there's another one. Um it really deals more with fate. All of these that are being mentioned here, it talks a lot more about fate and destiny than it does about um, oddness or the way we typically apply it these days. So uh, it says this, the sense, uncanny, supernatural, developed from the Middle English use of the weird sisters for the three fates or the Norns in the Germanic mythology and the goddesses who controlled human destiny. So isn't that... Interesting. Um, as a noun, uh, it can be from, 19, from the 1950s, it was beginning to be more applied as a strange person. So, of course, I looked up strange. And uh, ta -da, ta -da, ta -da. strange as an adjective from the late 13th century um, is from elsewhere or foreign or unknown or unfamiliar, uh, alien, <laughs> unusual, curious inhospitable, distant, estranged, or separated. So I thought that that was kind of interesting, too, how many people begin to apply the word weird to actually refer to something that energetically is more about what we, we would use the word strange to describe. So what if we were willing to actually get into the weird of us? and really acknowledge what we are aware of with weird. And this started to really bubble for me. Um, I've, I've been attending more group things, getting, getting out into the world a bit more these last few years. And in a number of the classes I would go to and in a number of the you know, public gatherings, the public events that I was at, I was noticing this thing would show up for me and I would, I would catch myself having a moment of 
this sort of feeling, this very interesting thought, or it could have been an awareness, um, I would feel so different. I, like, I would look around and I would be in a room of, you know, some really wonderful and weird people, and I still felt distant from them. Like, like my weird didn't really connect me to them in some way. And, and there's all kinds of directions we can go just from that. So one, um, there was an awareness, oh, where am I looking to make connections rather than become acquainted with people and really meet them where they are? Um, another thing was, what have I decided <laughs> is that my weirdness means? And where am I allowing my weirdness to be more significant than my awareness and what, what I know and what I, is what I'm capable of? Um, and then here recently, I really have been tapping into the identification of the word weird or the application of the word weird as one of the ways we have kind of created to maintain our separateness rather than some a, a place that we can like really explore together and play together and and have our curiosity so for just for this conversation for all of you who are already you know like having total traffic jam in your head about weirdness would you be willing to take a breath and allow all of the definitions and the implications and the the ramifications of weird and whatever that means and whatever you've defined it as and whatever whosever meanings you've adopted of the word weird would you be willing to allow all of that to go to the back burner for this show and if you'd like you can absolutely just choose to choose beyond it change it let go of everything it creates and let go of all the energies that allow that to stick you. And for this conversation, just for today, for the next roughly 50-ish minutes or so, what if we could allow weird to show us something completely different? Are we willing to know something totally different about weird? Yeah, awesome. (laughs) So what have you created with your weird so far? And I wonder if... If you were to be able to function from the space of allowance of your weird, what could change? So have you made your weird some type of badge of honor? Have you made your weird something that that keeps you restricted? Have you tried to force your weird on other people? Or have you like gotten that really interesting experience or had an interesting experience when people try to force their weird on you? Um, are you trying to be the right kind of weird, the wrong kind of weird? Um, <laughs> and what is that creating? <laughs> yeah. Um, and for a number of people, I think the word weird comes up, you know, with, we use it a lot of times with uh, in relationship to like something that we do or something that we choose. Like some people eat weird kinds of foods. Some people do weird kinds of art. Some people like really weird things with sex um, and copulation. And some people have really weird voices that they do. And it's like we've we've used the word weird um, for a whole lot of different applications. So everywhere you've you've applied weird in a way that allows you to not have your awareness about what weird could really be. 
<laughs> that makes me laugh. <laughs> Everywhere you've been choosing that, would you be willing for these few moments at least to choose what your weird could actually now be for you? And you don't have to actually know cognitively what that is. Just would you be willing to allow your weird to show up now in a way that you can actually be with it? There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I think it's kind of funny that that just cracks me up. So, um, wow, being weird in a room full of weirdos. It, <laughs> where is it? This is one of the fascinating things to me that we kind of, that we do here on this planet. It, all of those things that we could be choosing to play with together and, and that we could be choosing as, those um, moments that we could actually increase our the fun, the generativeness, our awareness. Um, we've actually, it's sort of like we've bought into this system um, or allowed ourselves to be influenced by this uh, strange default that the moment we begin to perceive that or sense that, we sort of go into this strange reaction type of, process rather than responding to the weird. Um, and so what is that, I wonder? What is it that we've made so incredibly important to allow the weird to keep us from choosing something rather than allowing our weird to take us in new directions and, and really be that um, invitation to explore, oh, well, what is this? Um, now, I, I have lots of weird, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> this is something I've been playing with for a while now. And, and I'm beginning to really allow my weird to show up as weird. And, and some people also say woo-woo, <laughs> which is a word that I'm totally fine using as well. Um, weird in the sense of the fates, of destiny, of spirit, of the... Um, that mystery kind of um, energy that we could actually choose into playing with. And I am actually, that is something I choose. That is something I that I allow myself to be. And that is something that just comes naturally for me. That's kind of the first nature of me. And it did take a bit of doing to get to the space of the allowance for that. And then it took a bit more doing to get to the to the to place in the space of really being able to talk about it, um, firstly to put it in words that humans can use, <laughs> that we can actually use and understand here on this planet. And then secondly, just to really be talking about it to begin with, you know, to be willing to introduce this, to be willing to play with this in open conversation uh, when when the energy is appropriate, you know, um, and, and, uh, and be someone who is is totally willing to have those conversations with people. Um, it's very different. It's a very different way to be. It's a very different way to choose to be living and creating. And for me, given that it's just so like what is normal to me, it's really created more freedom in my life and is creating more freedom every day that I'm, that I'm choosing more and allowing more and playing with more of this thing we call weird. So 
have you been resisting being the weirdo that you truly be? And have you been making being a weirdo <laughs> something that makes you have to be separate, makes you have to stay separate, makes you have to stay hidden? Um, have you made it something that you have to hide? Have you made it something that that you have to keep in a state of confusion about? Hmm, that's interesting. So everywhere we're allowing our weird to keep us confused, yeah, that's really interesting, folks. Would you like to choose something different with that now? Yeah, what if your weird is actually something that could allow you to see things much more clearly, could allow you to have more of your awareness, it could allow you to actually choose something so different that actually worked for you. And does it have to be something drastically physical? Interestingly, it does not, in my experience. <laughs> and that's kind of where it gets really weird. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to go to our first break. And all of you who are making your weirdness something wrong, awful, confusing, wherever you're going off into na-na land with your weirdness, would you please choose to stay with us here for just a little bit longer, be a part of this conversation, choose into what you know, choose into your curiosity, choose into more of your weirdness. And I wonder what we can actually discover, tap into, and turn on in this conversation when we get back from our break. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. We are celebrating our weird today, and we will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? 
Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host with some weirdness today, Miss Keisha Clark, and I thank you for joining us. And if you stayed through the first segment, I thank you for choosing to stay and play. And if you're just joining us, um, you might listen to the recording, uh, hear the first segment, and some of what we're about to play with might actually connect just a little bit more, or not. It's really okay. <laughs> Either way, there's no right or wrong way to listen to the show or participate. Um, and in every case, I still thank you, and I'm grateful for what it is contributing. And so today we are talking about being weird in a room full of weirdos. Um, and it was just before the break, uh, I referenced the 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 weird that you can see and sometimes it doesn't really show up in the ways of 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 visible um detectability <laughs> um so it's not necessarily all in this physical world so what have you decided is so weird about you and what have you decided is so weird about you that you can't talk about it that you have to hide it because it's just too weird for the world. It's just too out there. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? We we do this funny thing of, of trying to find reasons for us to stay hidden and trying to find these interesting ways to keep parts of us hidden. And I think that's really fascinating. And part of what is so fascinating about it to me is, well, one, that, that we do that, and then looking at what that creates in our lives when we're asking for things to show up. We're asking for you know, these lives that we have this awareness is possible. You know, Living our lives, being who we truly be, we have this sense that it's possible, and yet... At the same time, we're still functioning from that, oh, but I, this part of me, I just can't, I can't let that out of the barn. I can't let that part out in public. So isn't it fascinating that we have these ways that we've come up to do this? So part of this, I wonder, is, you know, we've seen a lot of interesting movies <laughs> that kind of reinforce this interesting point of view that uh, if you're weird, you better stay hidden for your own protection. Um yeah. And and how many times has weird been made wrong by masses of people? And so great question, Patrina in the chat room. Says weird for for me uh means I don't fit in, never part of the in crowd, a weird energy of never belonging. And so that the question of what is this about belonging was coming up for me about the same time that she typed that question into the chat room. And where is it that we have even gotten the idea that 
being here is about belonging. Um, this word belong is interesting. So let's uh, let's just check that word out because that's an interesting energy that's showing up. If I could spell it, it might help. <laughs> let's see. Well, this is interesting. Um, belonging is interest is listed as a noun in etymology online. Firstly, uh, which is referring to goods, effects, possessions. Um, and it says it's from the plural of verbal noun from belong. So that's interesting. Um, that's very interesting. In, in Old English as an adjective, um, as in belonging to the English people, belonging to... In, oh, so this is interesting. There's an energy of possession. There's an energy of being owned here. Wow. And so where have you made your value um, dependent upon other people's interpretation of you, other people's, hmm, what is that word? Where are we making our, where are we allowing our value to be determined by other people's interpretation of us. Isn't that interesting? What a fabulous way to keep ourselves running in circles. If we allow, and, and another way we could say this is, how many ways are we letting ourselves be at the effect of other people's points of view about us? Yeah. And then something else in the chat, Hannah, thank you. Um, belong is the two words, be and long and how are how much are we longing for how much are we longing for oh this is kind of an interesting energy if we're keeping ourselves separate we're maintaining the longing or the wanting which is actually about lacking so this is a very interesting sort of circular spiraling for many of us most likely downward <laughs> into insanity um, or into the rabbit hole of this um, interpreting or deciding that our weird is a reason to keep ourselves separate. And yet from the keeping ourselves separate, we've lost a part of us. And therefore, we're looking to find it elsewhere, which keeps us longing and in the lack of what is actually right here, right now as us. So all the parts of us that we've thrown out into the universe and hidden from ourselves and everybody else that are ready to be acknowledged, that are ready to be included in all that we be, would all of you who desire to have something change now be willing to ask those energies to return to you? Oh, my goodness. Everywhere you've hidden... The parts of you, everywhere you've tried to make some pieces that you could cut off and throw away because they were part of what gave you your capacities of spirit, your capacities to manipulate energies or control the fates or destinies. Wow. And everywhere you've allowed that to be considered too much what if that was 
part of the plenty of you. Oh, my goodness gracious. So if you're feeling a buzz, if you're feeling energy spinning, if you can no longer hear what I'm saying, just I'm going to invite you to trust that there are indeed some things going on energetically. There are indeed some things happening. And just allow whatever is moving for you to keep moving and keep breathing, keep choosing to breathe (laughs) and be present with this. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So what if our weird is actually part of the wonder of us? And what if we've simply, over the ages, we've bought into the notion that weird has to be what keeps us separate, when in reality, what can actually happen, what we actually have available to us to choose, is allowing our weird to bring us more awareness of what we can do and be and choose together. Yeah. (laughs) Rhonda. (laughs) Thank you for that, Rhonda. (laughs) Yes, in reference to when I I said, you know, if you've just stopped being able to hear what I'm saying, and Rhonda phrased that as Charlie Brown's teacher just showed up. Yeah, sometimes it is totally, and this might be something weird for you guys. If you if you've experienced this, you know, or or recently begun to experience it, you're having a conversation, things are being said, you see people's lips moving, even in most cases, and yet whatever they're saying is just like you just are not hearing it. And so I'm just going to invite you again: trust that the energy of what we are creating and communicating here. It is moving, and there is there is a way. It is getting into you. It is getting to the energy of you. And at some point within the next day or week or month or year or decade, <laughs> you'll have those moments where you'll you'll have that awareness, and it will it will actually ping for you or pop for you. Um, each of us just has those experiences relative to what we're choosing and where we're playing and what we're willing to know at whatever point we're playing and choosing and creating. So so being weird in a room full of weirdos, I wonder if we could turn that from something that allows us to stay separated within that group to actually activating the cohesive possibilities of that group and the co-creative possibilities of being in that group. Now, what I see happen a lot is that this is where the invisible factor starts to show up. And what if we're so entrained and focused on looking for our weird to show up in the physical world that we're totally missing and bypassing what is possible with our weird to begin with? And I ask this um, from a place of something I've been playing with as I've been getting to the adventures that I'm playing in now. And it's re- things are being brought into my awareness that are really asking me to be in more allowance of what's going on that I cannot see and really trust my knowing. Um, and trusting your knowing is not about making yourself right or wrong or, or making anyone else 
right or wrong. Trusting your knowing is about literally being the space and the energy of presence and trusting that whatever you are receiving and perceiving applies for you in some way and you don't have to jump into any type of activity to prove it or ask it to manifest or or ask for some sort of way that you can quantify it. And this is something that we do from just our training and we also live here in our 21st century period of time. We've gotten really accustomed to things showing up very quickly on a computer screen. So a search can be done in, you know, 0.8 seconds. I mean, here when I go to Etymology Online, I type in a word, I hit enter, and instantaneously the list comes up. So we're accustomed to seeing things very quickly, and yet much of what our weird includes is the work that goes on that is in some cases perhaps not visible to human eyes. So, I wonder how much of our weird we have put an expectation on to show up in a way that it is really doesn't apply to our weird. So, what if our weird is that working with the energy, working with in in the, the what some people could call the spirit realm? Um, I certainly do a lot of work with beings who don't have bodies, that many people call spirits, um, as well as beings who have bodies. <laughs> so um, what if, however, this is where we could allow ourselves to play more in the world of the unseen, in the world of the unknown, in the world of the non-cognitive, and in the world of the not logical? What realm what's in that realm? What's available to us there that we've been finding reasons not to let ourselves play in? So we're kind of at a point where I'm going to invite you to keep breathing before we go into this next thing, this next section, this wherever this question is now going to allow us to go. So let's just take our break. Um, and I'm just going to invite you to, to invite your weird to show up now. And let's use our last segment to really have an awareness. Just be present with it and see what starts to show up. And of course, we'll we'll come up with a few questions and some tools to play with this. What if part of our being here and choosing this life, this planet, <laughs> this time period, what if a part of this is for us to actually bring what we know from the invisible to the visible? What if we are the ones who are capable of doing this and creating this? And what if we're capable of doing it in a way that is nowhere near as difficult as what we've been told it has to be? I wonder <laughs> what we know that we're ready to acknowledge now. So I'm going to inviting you to, I am inviting you to be with that over the break. See what shows up. I'm really curious. For those of you in the chat, if you want to just share something um, as we go through the break in the chat room, I would be so grateful. And um, for any of you who are not in the chat, just allow yourself to have that awareness, and we will play some more with this 
when we return. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I'm Keisha Clark, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side of the break. (laughs) We'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now, back to our show. (laughs) Wow! Welcome to the last segment of Living Well here on a2zen.fm for today, Friday. Um, Wow, we're we're almost to the end of July. Um, it's amazing. It's so funny. Time isn't real, and yet we go on this sort of roller coaster of time. But um, that I digress. That's another topic. So um, some interesting, uh, as you hear me say often, some interesting things showing up, interesting energies moving and uh, fluctuating and rushing and swirling and shifting and changing, and wow. Um, so I'd like to invite you. Well, you know what? I just am. I'm inviting you to have some different points of view, some different perspective with your weird. Would you be willing to choose that? And I wonder if part of what we are experiencing when we go into that, oh my gosh, even in this room full of weirdos, I'm totally weird. Uh, And everything that we make that have to mean, I wonder if that is just 
an interesting programming that we've allowed to be implemented that we can now choose to change. And what I'm saying by that is, do you know how there's a great story, there's a couple of books that I actually have found, and I've I found them in, um, I think you could probably find them in the spiritual or metaphysical section uh, or category if you if you go on Amazon or any of the other online book places. And it's books. It's a book I actually bought for my my nieces and when they were little, and it was about the story of um, the roles we play with each other. And, and in the book, it was a lovely way that they presented that talking about in multiple lifetimes together, you know, the different things we, we do with each other. And it specifically, in a portion of the conversation between these two babies, it was they were talking about sometimes I've played the bad person for you and sometimes I've played the good person for you. And I just love the way that it's presented how – aware, you know, the invitation that it is to our awareness of there is something available to us beyond this singular existence, beyond this singular incarnation. Now, for any of you, if this is your first time hearing me, part of my work is it it just organically includes <laughs> more than one lifetime. And if that doesn't register or land for you, totally fine. Um, it doesn't have to. And what I wonder is, if we opened up our parameters to really have our awareness beyond the moment of conception and the moment of our death in this lifetime, what could be available to us to remember and to know? And what other things I wonder is, with the word weird and with us having our weirdness, I wonder how many programs we've allowed to be implemented and how many agreements we've made to... to unconsciously do the things that reinforce something is wrong about our weirdness. So when we find ourselves in those rooms full of weirdos, rather than being able to embrace the weird with each other and celebrate it, first, often what comes up is that resistance to letting our weird out. I wonder if that's just a program, folks. What if that's just some leftover something from agreements that we've made to allow our weird to be confusing rather than allowing our weird to have to give us more awareness? So if you've made any agreements like that, would you be willing to break them now? Would you be willing to revoke them, recant them, rescind them, and all of those promises that you've made to other people to try to be scary to them to keep their weirdness hidden, would you also be willing to undo all of that now? So we can unchoose any of those choices we've made. And we can unchoose any of those agreements. We can change the deal. We can renegotiate and we can destroy those contracts altogether. And if that's really kind of challenging for you to quote-unquote believe, I'm going to ask you to go past your belief into your knowing. What are you aware of? So what if you could allow your weird to be an invitation? What if you could allow your weird to be a potency, to be something that gives you really leverage, really more, really... Um, greater possibility to tap into and play with? What if you could allow your weird to be what is 
beautiful about you? And what if you did not depend on anyone else's point of view about your weird to allow yourself to have it? Nobody has to see it. You don't have to do strange body piercings to demonstrate your weird. You don't have to do strange, you know, fashion statement to demonstrate your weird. What if all of that has nothing to do with your weird? What if your weird is just something that shows to those of us who are willing to have our weird and celebrate weird the the gifts and capacities that we have? So we talk about working in the invisible. And what I'm finding is that um, the more I'm really letting my weird show up and letting myself have it, the more it's happening in the realm that people cannot see. We are aware of it. But it's not necessarily required to show up specifically in the physical. However, what I'm aware of and what I'm finding is that it has a great influence in what can show up in the physical. It has a great influence on the the way events can be created. So I wonder if now might be a fabulous time for more of us to be choosing our weird, to be allowing our weird to be included in what we're choosing and creating and being. And you don't have to fly your weird flag. That's totally optional. I just fly mine. I happen to have a radio show. And on my radio show, I talk about a lot of interesting things. <laughs> and and I choose to talk about weird. And I choose to actually, you know, publicly talk about and be weird. And I've I've gotten to the space that I'm okay with that. But what if you don't have to choose your weird in the way I choose mine? It's still available to you. And you don't have to talk to anybody about it if you don't want to until and unless you're ready to do that in a group, in a room full of weirdos. And if you're not in a room full of weirdos, what if you don't have to choose to talk about your weird? What if you could just tap into your awareness that those might not be the times to really, you know, show off your weird? Because if you're around people who can't celebrate it, you would offer them that gift for what reason? Are you willing to be aware of you're weird, and are you willing to be aware of where and who can receive your weird? And what if you could just start with you? Could you be willing to receive your weird? Could you be willing to receive what choosing your weird creates? <laughs> so when you're in a room full of weirdos next time, because I'm sure there will be another possibility for this to play with, when you're in that room full of weirdos, what if the moment you go into feeling separate, you stop and you use a tool? So here are some questions. Stop. And if you have to say it quietly out loud to yourself, choose that. Stop. What do I know in this moment? Is this my weirdness? Is this my awareness? Stop. What am I making so real about my weirdness that might not be? And what am I not acknowledging about my weirdness that could actually change all of this? You can ask your your knowing to show up. You can ask the universe to show you. Universe, show me my weird. Show me the energy of my weird. Universe, show me what it's like to have ease with the energy of my weird. You can ask your body to show you 
how to play with the energy of your weird, and it will show you. Now, I'm going to just give you a cue card here. Typically, these questions, you might be required to ask them more than once. <laughs> and, and here's a fun one, too. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to allow my weird to work for me? Hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're going to ask these questions, I'm just going to let you know you're going to have some things showing up that could get really weird. And I'm going to invite you to embrace it. I'm going to invite you to remind yourselves you're choosing it, you chose it, you're asking for it, and allow the gift of those things to really come through for you. And keep choosing and keep asking questions. And I'm going to offer you, if weird is just too weird, and you're getting wobbly with your weird, reach out. If you have a coach, a facilitator, a somebody, reach out and ask for facilitation. If you don't, I would be honored and thrilled to get to play with you. And I have a fantastic little special. Well, it's actually quite a big special. It's a summer thing event offer that I have going on. And you can find out about it on my page in Facebook, Living Well with Keisha on Facebook. And the, the link to that is actually on this replay page. So all you have to do is scroll down and click. Actually, you can click on the link and go directly to my summer special. And it's 20 minutes for $20. It's my 2020 sessions, which are all about getting clarity, having your awareness, and getting to take a breath and actually make a different choice and see things from a different perspective. And sometimes that's just all that's required is we shift our point of view we shift our perspective just a little bit, and it makes an enormous difference. Seeing things from a slightly different angle gives us a whole different realm and spectrum of information. And that's really kind of what it's about here as I play with all of this. It's about the information. Are you willing to receive it? Are you willing to know it? Are you willing to ask for more, both of the information and the gifts that it can bring? and the possibilities it can open up for you. So I'll also have uh, another special that I'll be announcing very soon, um, and so just stay tuned. But in the meantime, find me on Facebook. Find me on any of the links. And definitely don't, whatever you do, come play with me and my sister goddess Rhonda on Sexually Speaking, because that's just weird. So <laughs> until next week, my friends, <laughs> have a great weird week. Thank you for <laughs> and listening I adore today you and to your Living weird Well week. with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?